Two percent. Two percent. Two percent. Uh, the two percent's right over here. Oh, hey, Jenna. I didn't know you shopped here. Uh, yeah. Anything to support local food. Know what I mean? I definitely do. Though that's not the only thing you do in the name of Good Eats, obviously. Well, true. I also host Eating Matters every Wednesday at 5 p.m. where we talk about food policy and how it impacts all of us. Be sure to tune in. All right, gotta get the plug in there. I get it. Yep, I'm hashtag shameless. You know what else you can do to support the local food community, right? Well, yeah. Make a donation to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. That's right. And I gotta call you out on the whole local thing. What do you mean? Well, The Farm Report, A Taste of the Past, Japan Eats. Those are shows that take you around the country and the world. I'll give you that. So how can listeners give their support? It's pretty easy. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the big red heart in the top right corner. It's pretty easy from there. Thanks. This piece has been brought to you by Bonnie Plants. BonniePlants.com I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Animal Instinct is produced by Heritage Radio Network, a nonprofit member-supported radio station devoted to all things food. Help keep HRN alive by becoming a member today. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Do it now and I'll love you forever. And from now, we're going to go on to our show. And welcome to Animal Instinct here on Heritage Radio Network. I'm Celia Kutcher, your host. I'm also known as the Food Healer. And today's show, I'm so excited about, I can't even stand it. We are talking to internet sensation Cookie the Squirrel. Actually, we're talking to Cookie's dad, Gil Webb. Um, Huge Instagram sensation. I found the page, fell completely in love, and have a million questions. So we're just going to get started. Hi, Gil. Are you there? Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Cookie's uh, here, too, so if you hear any random uh, chewing or nibbling, I promise it's the squirrel. (laughs) That sounds perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I'm so obsessed with Cookie at this point. It's kind of scary, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start at the very, very beginning. How did you find Cookie? Uh, Well, after one of our famous... Florida storms that we often have here in the summer. I took the the dogs for a walk, and I just happened to catch out of the corner of my eye something moving, um, and, and the nest had been destroyed, and, and I just kind of went to go move it over. It was so small, I didn't even realize what it was, and then mm-hmm. uh, it it started to move, so I did the, uh, what do I do, what do I do, panic mode, and, <laughs> and that, that's kind of how I found her. So how old was she when you found her? Uh, well, we, we guess she was about a day old. I mean, she was about the, the size of my thumb and wow. still had part of her umbilical cord actually attached to her. Uh, I mean, her, her skin was almost transparent, so I was, I was kind of unsure of what she was, to be honest. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing, because there's a website that we'll mention at the end of the show all about Cookie, and there's a photograph of her when you found her. And I, I was looking at, I didn't realize that's what squirrels look like when they're born either, I hate to admit. So I was just kind of like, what is that thing? Like, if I found it, yeah. <laughs> I would be, I don't, it's pink and it's little. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. So what kind of squirrel is she? 
Uh, she is actually an eastern gray squirrel. And are those common in Florida? Uh, yeah, they're actually pretty common in the southeast. Uh, I mean, I'm not uh, an expert on squirrels. I'm just a guy with a, a rescue squirrel. But I, I definitely became more interested in squirrels uh, after finding Cookie. Um, and uh, doing some research, I mean, actually, I found out that they they put squirrels into parks. Uh, and there was a an article from the 1850s uh, from the New York Times that said hundreds of people gathered to to watch a squirrel that had gotten loose, and they called it an unusual visitor. Uh, but but since then, they've they've become pretty pretty popular in Central Park. Totally. I mean, the squirrels up here are like juvenile delinquents. I've been mugged for a, oh God, that was the worst. I had a bagel and cream cheese and smoked salmon one morning. I was so hungover. This was years ago. And I went to the park and I had a cup of tea and I put it down on the ground and I had my sandwich open on my lap and this squirrel came out of nowhere, stole the entire thing and took off. It was like, wow. (laughs) So yeah, our squirrels are shakedown here. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. So just for people that have no idea, like how helpless is a squirrel infant? Um, they are completely helpless. So, um, and I, I, I don't have kids yet, but I imagine it's similar. And I, I think some people will, will laugh at that. But uh, I think I became like super squirrel dad because you have to feed them every two to three hours for the first few weeks, wow. I mean, nights included. So, yeah, you have to, to get up, mix the formula, heat it up, test the temperature, then wake them up and, and feed. And it was uh, it was a lot of work, a lot, a lot more than I expected. I'll bet. I mean, I can't even imagine how much commitment that takes. And then what, what were you feeding her? Um, so they actually, uh, we had to look it up, and it was uh, goat's milk was what we started with, with uh, some Pedialyte for uh, for electrolytes, mm-hmm. uh, and that, that seemed to do the trick. What a trip. That's so cool. And so have you ever done rescue before, or is this like your first attempt? No, this, this was definitely my first uh, intro into it. So, um, you know, I, I thank, thank God for all the, the information on the Internet because it, uh, it was my, my friend in this endeavor, that's for sure. Nice, nice. And now you are, like, now do you have people contacting you if they find squirrels and stuff? Have you become, like, the squirrel guy in your neighborhood? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I think anybody within my, my Facebook uh, friends, audience, they will call and text at all hours. And I found something, I found something, I think it's a squirrel. And then the last one, somebody called, I went over there because I'm like, all right, I can take it to the, the wildlife center and help out. And it was even smaller than Cookie, but oh, it ended no. up being a, a, a possum. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And so what was it like raising her from, you know, like really like almost, a, I mean, a born fetus, I guess, to where she is now? Yeah, it, it was it was challenging but rewarding. I mean, like I said, I've never done anything like this, but most animal lovers, you get really attached. I mean, I was so worried about her, her making it. I mean, I had to go uh, a little extreme. I mean, you have to, to monitor the temperature because if they don't have fur, they need heat. Mm. Um, so we had like a, a barbecue thermometer underneath the heating pad. Oh. And I had a little timer on my phone where you can turn it off and on. Um, I had a, a, a drop cam that I moved so I could monitor her without having to disturb her. Uh, so I think technology was on my side on this one, but it was uh, definitely definitely a challenge. But it was it was it was fun. Oh my God, Gil, you're going to be like the best dad ever. 
This is so <laughs> sweet to hear. It's usually like, well, I threw it in a shoebox with some hay, and I don't know what happened. But like, I just love how like you're really working hard on this little girl, and it's just. It's so sweet. I mean, like I told you, the story has like, I watched your video and like burst into tears. I mean, I don't know what it is about Cookie, but it's definitely, she's a very, very special little thing in my book anyway. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I went to go put the the video together and I realized, man, if anyone ever looks at my photo history, they're going to be like, man, you have a lot of squirrel pictures. (laughs) Kind of every, every step of the way, you know, Uh, but uh, they're, they're, Intelligent animals and, and a lot of fun, for sure. They're super fun, and they're, they can be super cool. I mean, it really depends on you know what you do in terms of work, uh, if you love the squirrels or if you don't love squirrels, you know? And I've always had an incredibly soft spot for squirrels. My first stuffed animal as a child was actually a safe hand puppet that was a squirrel that I you know brilliantly named Mr. Squirrel, and I don't know whatever happened Aww. to Mr. Squirrel. It's kind of tragic. We moved, and I don't know. I think he got lost in the moon. <laughs> but I mean, this guy was yep. like my buddy. I wound up in the hospital. He was with me at all times, you know, and so Squirrels and I just have this real bond, and um, I'm just so excited to talk to someone who's raised one. I mean, really, for me, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to Elvis right now. I'm trying to, like, keep my <laughs> act together and not just be like, ah! <laughs> so thanks for tolerating <laughs> my craziness. Well, it's funny you mentioned, you mentioned stuffed animals. So she has two stuffed animals that we, I mean, as soon as we got her, like we said, we, we brought her in and got the heating pad and started Googling things on what to do. And uh, we put in two little stuffed animals. One's like a little stuffed rat, and the other one's a little baby rattle. Uh, it's a giraffe. And over the time, and we've given her multiple different stuffed animals, and she'll destroy them and pull the stuffing out and chew the eyes off and just play with them. But these two, I mean, maybe it was because they were in her, you know, little cage with her, but they, I mean, she plays with them, but they remain untouched. Wow. She does not bite them. She does not destroy them. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. So we, uh, and we like to, to tell that story. They're her little friends. That's so sweet. And so once she, like, I mean... Okay, so you find her, and you find her as this little pink thing with closed eyes, which I also, I didn't realize this. I really thought that, like, a baby squirrel looked like a baby squirrel. I didn't realize it was more like a gerbil or, you know, a rodent, which I should have really realized, especially after doing this show. So I'm a little embarrassed about that. But, like, (laughs) how long did it take for, like, her eyes to open and for her coat to grow in and all that kind of stuff? Um, so it was probably about, I think, five or six weeks before the eyes opened. Oh, my God. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was quite a while. So, I mean, when you, they start start to grow fur, they start looking more and more like a squirrel. But mm-hmm. uh, for a while there, it was, like I said, you're, you're reading everything you can find on the Internet. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what do I do next? How old? When do I switch to, to regular food? Am I giving her too much food? Is she going to the bathroom enough? I mean, you, you name it, we've... Googled it. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. And so once she got better and all this, did you ever try to release her back into the wild? Yeah, actually, so uh, we did a, a couple of times. I mean, as, as challenging it is, and you get attached to something, um, and it's, it's kind of one of those polarizing topics regarding wildlife and release. Mm-hmm. Um, in in Florida, it's not illegal to keep a squirrel as a pet, um, but around six to eight weeks, you do what's called like a soft release, and, and she would run up the tree and play, 
Uh, however, maybe it's just me justifying keep, keeping her safe, but she would always come back down to me and climb into my shirt when she was done and be like, all right, dude, back inside. Oh, no. Um, and, yeah, I, I just I feel like she had no no interest in it. And I think we, you know, since this is our, our first go at this, we didn't know, you know, what, how she's going to learn, how much instinct kicks in. Uh, and we live near some pretty busy streets, so we we're obviously worried about that. Um, and, and come to find out a lot of the, the squirrels don't make it out of their first year because of predators and cars and, and starvation is one of the, the really? things. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the, you know, I think that led to her staying here. <laughs> wow. Well, well, our Brooklyn uh, squirrels have very educated palates. There's one that's near me that always moved, goes into my neighbor's trash can. And last time I saw him, he had an entire slice of pizza and was so happy eating this thing. And I've seen him with McDonald's <laughs> French fries. And, like, it's hysterical. I mean, I'm assuming it's not the same squirrel. But, you know, the ones out here have, like, a serious, serious, uh, like, human food diet, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that that's that's in their in their nature then because uh just the other day we we picked we have a cherry tomato tree and we had all the, the cherry tomatoes in a, a little rubbermaid uh, container mm-hmm. and there was a jolly rancher in there and so she's digging around i'm like oh she's gonna grab a tomato and all of a sudden she pops out with a fully wrapped jolly rancher and there i mean she she when she when she has food, she will run from you, uh, and you can just hear her opening the plastic and then like bites into the Jolly Rancher. So I, I got to chase the tour around the house for twenty minutes trying to get the candy back. <laughs> and so, like, what's your favorite food? Uh, right now, I would say mushrooms and hazelnuts. So um, they, and, and this is one of the things that so would be a coincidence. I think I eat healthier now that I have a squirrel cool. because I'm constantly buying avocados and, and nuts and, and a lot of different veggies. Uh-huh. Um, and, and luckily there's a company out there that, uh, that makes these things called squirrel blocks. So yeah, that that's the main staple of their diet. Uh-huh. It has calcium and protein. So that's that's like step one. And then you have your veggies and stuff. And then fruits are actually last on the list. But uh, like I said, if it was up to her, she would pretty much eat anything she can get her hands on. And, and she does. That's so funny. And so does she live in a cage in your home or is she loose? Like, what does she do during the day? So, yeah, so we built a, a fairly large cage and then had a lot of different toys and nesting areas and stuff. Um, but luckily, I work from home, so she spends uh, the majority of the day in my office and she's hanging out here now. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I live in Florida, but I wear a, a hoodie sweatshirt. I have like five of them now because they're nails. I mean, they're yeah. accustomed to climbing trees. They're Yow. super sharp. Yow. Um, yeah, yeah. So she, she hangs out in the office and runs up to Cat Tower and takes a nap in my my hood of my my hoodie sweatshirt and she'll she'll walk outside with me and likes to run around but like most squirrels they they sleep most of the day and and kind of forage in the morning and the evening so Mm. she she hasn't given up that part so has she like on her outdoor adventures has she met any other wild squirrels yet yeah so she's she's right by the front window which looks at a large tree and of course we feed the squirrels out there now Mm -hmm. um but i'll i'll bring her out and she ran up the tree and i'll never forget i normally check in that just want to make sure there's no other squirrels they don't know if they're gonna get into a fight or something's gonna happen yeah so she runs up the tree and she just freezes normally you can like shake shake the tree and she'll look down at you but she just 
froze. And I didn't realize there was another squirrel, like, right across from her. And that squirrel was like, hey, what's going on? But totally. she did not move for, like, 30 minutes even oh. after the squirrel left. She was still frozen. I had to get a ladder out, oh, no go way. up the tree to save the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, that's such a good story. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so how old is Cookie now? Um, She, gosh, what is it, July 23rd will be a year. So she's coming up on a year. Wow. Wow. And so have you, like, had to bring her to the vet for checkups and things like that as well? Like, are there any vets in Florida that know much about squirrels? Yeah, there there are some wildlife vets, and I you know I've reached out, and they said unless there's you know a problem or an issue, you don't really have to kind of stress them out by, you know, bringing them in. Cool. But um, you know, luckily, knock on wood, she's been fairly healthy and and hasn't gotten into to any trouble there. So she's, that's cool. She's yeah, definitely. Really, that's lucky too. God, I mean, it's you know, squirrels can get into everything, so that could be. I like I can't even imagine how much work you had to do to squirrel proof your home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my, my office, I'm looking at my nice wood desk that has little little cookie presents, little teeth marks everywhere. Uh, so she's, she's pretty much claimed the office. Uh, there, there are certain rooms that my wife won't allow her in anymore because she's, uh, you know, christened a few other nicer pieces mm. of furniture. But mm. like I, I guess I'm, I'm no expert on squirrels, but she her teeth, like they have to constantly gnaw and chew on things to keep the teeth filed down because oh, yeah, they just yeah. continually to continually grow over the life mm-hmm. of the animal, um, and, and she uses them for everything. I mean, she can just be sitting on a piece of furniture and hanging out, and you're like, oh, okay, she's going to be mellow, and she's just going to relax. And then all of a sudden, chomp, chomp. Oh. And, oh. and I'm wondering, yeah. too, if squirrels, ha- if squirrels need to chew. You know, like some animals need to chew because it's a calming thing. So I'm wondering if this is part yep. of her nature, you know? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, so they they have to to keep the teeth down filed, and that was one of the things that um, you know some people that have squirrels in captivity or or rodents that they don't pay attention and have enough things for them to chew on. Yeah, they can actually have the, the bottom teeth grow a little bit too you know up up into the mouth and mm. cause issues. But I can I can attest she definitely chews on plenty to keep her <laughs> teeth filed down here. <laughs> Well, Gil, we need to take a quick break for station identification. I'm talking to Gil Webb all about his awesome squirrel, Cookie the Squirrel, the Instagram sensation. We'll be back in about a minute and a half to continue the conversation. just your garden it's the way you live and there's so much to know but you have help bonnie plants now with bonnie's app homegrown you can learn about veggie and herb varieties 
track and record your garden with photos and notes, share on Facebook and Twitter, and so much more. How'd you ever grow without it? Get Homegrown with Bonnie Plants for iPhone and Android. The more you know, the better you can grow with Bonnie. And we are back. You're listening to Animal Instinct. I am speaking to Gil Webb all about Cookie the Squirrel, who is my new obsession, to be totally honest with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gil, what, uh, what kind of challenges do you find having a squirrel in your house? Um, mainly her teeth, like we talked about yeah. before. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, she's, she's a very messy pet. Um, so they, 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 when they eat nuts or anything, they, they shell them and it's not like they put it in a nice little neat pile for you. It's mm-hmm. going, uh, everywhere. So you're, you're constantly vacuuming. So, um, that's, that's, I'd say one of the challenges. <laughs> so does she get along with everyone in your household or is she like partial to you because you saved her? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a good question. So, uh, and i had to read up on it a little bit more, you know, as they, they get older and I guess they imprint on, a, on, on one person or animal when they're, they're growing up. So she's, she's mainly a one person animal. I mean, she can get a little defensive over her cage or me. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when she was younger, I mean, she'd run around and people would come over and she'd be bouncing all over the place. And, and she still does with some people. Uh, but I think when they, they see that, uh, you know, she, she does have teeth so they can see what she's capable of. People get a little, a a little squirrel shy. They like to come over and just kind of hang out and, and see her from afar. But she, she definitely has that pet me face. So she totally does. I mean, it's just like, oh hi. I mean, a friend of mine thought that you were local and coming into the studio today, and they were like so excited. I was like, dude, if there was a squirrel in the studio, I would never leave the studio. Trust me on this. <laughs> funny. They're just they're just such cute little animals, and I mean, they're so smart. You know, it's crazy. But like, do you have her like climbing up your drapes and like running all over all over the place, or is she kind of well behaved inside? Um, yeah, I mean, so it really depends on the time of day. But she she will will boogie, and she she can go from from room to room and run around. And we we have a chihuahua as well, and it's and it's funny when we first got her. Uh, I mean, she was just tiny, and we're feeding her. The chihuahua actually started to produce milk. Are you um, You know, and. and, and yeah, no, Cookie never really kind of, you know, took on to it, but it was just funny how, like, the, the mother instinct and the dog came in. Uh, and there's a, there's a picture on the Instagram of both of them kind of cuddling together, so, you yeah. know, the, the squirrel and squirrel and dog. Um, and, and they, they kind of, I mean, they know each other now, and it's funny. The, the dog will chase wild squirrels outside oh, no. when we're inside. Cookie could just be hanging out on my lap watching TV, and the dog's sitting right there, and it's just, like, one of the family. That's really funny. Oh, my God, I kind of love that. (laughs) And so, like, I mean, I know you didn't go out and be like, "Ah, today I want a squirrel. You know, like, I know this entire thing has fallen into your lap and you've been amazing and have, like, saved this little girl's life. And now she's part of your family. But is a squirrel something that you'd recommend to someone else as a pet? Um, not really. So, like you said, I, I kind of fell into it, and she's she's part of the family now, and I, I definitely wouldn't change anything. Uh, I mean, she was she was really young. We found her on a weekend. We had, we had no clue that there was you know wildlife centers that are probably accustomed to you know taking in wildlife, and I've since they, you know started donating to my local wildlife shelter. Nice. And they take care of hundreds of squirrels per like 
this session. They, you know, they breed twice a year, and it's amazing how many that they get in. Wow. Um, and, and, and one of the things that I've read, and I've actually found two other squirrels, there was tree trimmers across the way uh, not too long ago. They weren't paying attention, and there was a nest in the tree. And, and for those of you that don't know what the uh. nests look like, if you if you look up into the trees, you'll see just this big bunch of, of dead leaves, and that's the squirrel nest. That's where they, they, they have the babies. And so I, I found two that their eyes were closed, they had hair, and so now I'm thinking, oh, geez, here we go again. Um, but the mothers are, I mean, they're super smart, and they actually have, come to find out, they always have additional nests to where if something happens to the original one, that they'll take the infants to the next nest. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I went back on YouTube, and I found a link that had, like, a squirrel distress noise, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get these things reunited. And I put them in a box and put them out there, and I left my phone playing. And I'll, I'll tell you, 30 seconds after I walked away, a squirrel came flying out of the bush, goes in, grabs onto one of the baby squirrels, hops across the yard, goes up into the tree, comes back and, and retrieves the other one. Oh, my so, God. I, I think a lot of the ones that are turned into the Wildlife Center, or if any of the listeners, if you find one, just be patient and, and know if something didn't happen to the mom, they are close by. And you can, you know, try to reunite them and put them in a box because they'll they'll come back for them, and chances are they do have a, a secondary location. I mean, something I, I didn't know, but I'll tell you, it was totally rewarding when the, the mom squirrel comes back and, and finds the babies, and they wrap around her neck, and they hop away. Oh, was, my God. Uh, pretty cool oh my god it's like yeah. born free this is killing me right now <laughs> 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 trying to keep it together in here not burst into tears i'm like oh my god it's so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so like i said in the intro we met over instagram and cookie's got a pretty popular page how's the um how's the response been to her on instagram uh, overwhelming. I mean, so when I, I tell people that I, I have a squirrel and I created an Instagram page, mainly so my friends don't think, oh, geez, he's nuts and he's posting all these pictures on Facebook. <laughs> so it was kind of like our, our release to post pictures because we thought it was cute. Um, but now we have a squirrel with over 5,600-something followers, and people are always engaging and asking questions. And like you said, with the, the power of the Internet, I mean, people People reach out all the time, and I, I'm, I'm more than happy to answer questions. I was just talking to a girl today. She found one. And, you know, they may follow you or they may search and find you, but it's, it's cool to be able to, to pass on some information and things that, that I've learned by raising her for a year uh, to other people to, to help some other wildlife. So do you consider yourself to be an animal rescuer now that you've been through all this? Oh, <laughs> I know. It's a tough yeah, one. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've, I've always been an, an animal lover, and it just seemed like the the right thing to do at the time. And she was so small, and and just needed help. Um, I, I love to the people who do this full time because I can tell you, just one squirrel <laughs> to to raise them and feed them and and care for them takes. It's an amazing amount of work, and I have a lot of respect for the people that do this as, as a profession or just even to, to volunteer um, because it, it is it is quite a bit, and it's just amazing to, to see the people that, that do this work full-time. And, and, you know, props to the mother squirrels because they have their hands full if they have more than one of these. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Now, and it's, I mean, I feel the exact same way as you do about rescuers because it's, it can be such a thankless job, and it just never ends. It's just so difficult, and it's something that, 
I know my limitations and I couldn't do it. I would fall in love with everything and God forbid if something died, I mean, I would just be a train wreck. So it's kind of like this is my contribution for the rescue world and for, you know, the animal world is just kind of educating people about different animals and not having to deal with the, the really, really difficult sides of like trap and release and neutering and, you know, getting a, finding a sick feral and all of that kind of stuff. And I have a few friends that are heavily heavily involved and i mean at the end of the day they're just angels i they're amazing amazing people and the commitment is i mean as you know intense you know yeah. it's just it never oh, yeah. ends Definitely. couldn't agree more so do you have any more exotic animals at home has this spurred you into like amazing animal household <laughs> yeah, no, no. I don't think we're going to film any reality TV shows here anytime soon. <laughs> no, we just we have a we have a, a cat, a dog, and we have a horse. So uh, it's, it's safe to say we spend a lot of time caring for animals with our uh, our, our trio there. <laughs> what does the cat think of cookie? Um, you know, I, I keep them separate, but I mean, my, my cat's older and he just kind of like the, the squirrel can, can run by if they happen to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just kind of looks and he's like, Oh, what is that? You know, but he's never, never really showed an interest to, uh, to, to go after her, thankfully. So, That's cool. but, uh, just to err on the safe side, I, I like to, to, to keep them separate. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And then a lot of people, like when I was talking to some friends about this show, besides the fact that they thought you were coming in, so they were all like, can I come to the station today? Um, (laughs) A lot of them, I have two friends that are actually heavily, heavily into squirrels. One has done a lot of rescue, and she had a squirrel years ago that, I don't remember how she got Pogo, but she wound up actually, I think he actually got released or went to a sanctuary something, but she had him for a while. And then this other friend of mine who just loves them as much as I do, and she was working in one of the parks in the city and was always feeding them to the point where they recognized her when she came up in the morning, you know, and come running over. It was really, really sweet, you know, and I feel like that with squirrels, a big thing that they do in the parks here, too, is that they really are, besides being thieves, they're serious pranksters. And so do you see Cookie, like, does Cookie have a good sense of humor? Oh, yeah. No, she she totally, I mean, she'll hide things around the house. And, and like I said, I mean, they're just extremely intelligent. Yeah. I mean, they, and they love to play. And I've got some videos on the Instagram. But she'll, you know, come up and, and bounce up and down and, like, kind of, like, provoke you to, like, come on, play. And she'll, oh, she'll wrestle with your hand. And, I mean, she does some, some pretty pretty quirky things. But, I mean, even if I go out of town for a few days, like you mentioned, the squirrels in the park, they, they recognize certain people that feed them yeah i mean she goes she goes crazy when i when i come back home and and she she likes her you know little habitat that we created and we'll have the door open at night i'm sitting there watching tv and she's just hanging out she gets tired she'll jump off the couch walk over into her cage climb up into her nest with the door wide open and just go to bed that's impressive yeah. That's super impressive. Oh, my God. If you have kids, I hope that they do that for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So what, now that you've had her since last July, what's your favorite thing about her? Uh, I, I'd have to say she has this this nightly routine that my, my cousin finds hilarious. Um, but I take her out at night when I'm just doing stuff, and she will clean my nails, like, one by one. Aww. So she'll literally sit in my my hand and she'll start with my thumb and she'll sit there and she never hurts me but she'll sit there and like nibble on my cuticles and my fingernails and when she's done with one she'll push it away and she'll grab onto the next one oh my god and she does 
both hands, and it's just the strangest thing. Uh, and it every night never fails. It's so, so you'll, sweet. You'll have to look at that video. It's oh my god! Pretty funny. I, you, I'm going to be like watching your videos all night now. I can see this and just like repeat, repeat. I'm going to be on loops. <laughs> Well, the good news is I'm in New York and I'm totally harmless, so you don't have to worry about like squirrel stalker out of me anyway. So you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I've really, really enjoyed this conversation, Gil. It's been super, super fun, and I'm so happy that you have you and Cookie and your family have all found each other. It sounds like you've got something really, really special going on. No, so, I, I appreciate it. Oh my God, it's just so cool. It's just so cool. And thank you so much for Boot Green to be on the show too. You've just really like made my month. I've just been so excited about this. <laughs> Seriously, like I wish and, I could uh, lie to you and be like super cool and be like, yeah, we're going to talk about your squirrel. It's going to be awesome. No, I mean you saw my emails. I was like, oh my God, it's a squirrel. You know? So like, thanks for tolerating this obsession that I have. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell the listeners on how to find Cookie on Instagram and all your other good social media, your website and all that stuff. Yeah, so it'll probably be one of the only squirrels you'll find with their own website, but it's cookiethesquirrel.com and it's only because <laughs> so many people ask about her and, and you know how to find her and, and I'm gonna try to put some, you know, rescue tips and things on there. So cookiethesquirrel.com or at cookiethesquirrel on Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Well, I can tell you this one thing. I did a show last year, earlier in the year, um, about a deer that was saved, Dilly the deer, who actually lives in someone's home now and has her own bedroom. It's hysterical. She's got a bed. She's got stuffed animals. His deer has, like, hit the lotto big. And they have a 24-hour cam in her bedroom. And so, like, when Dilly goes out during the day, Dilly's not there, you know. And people, fans of hers, know the deer so well that if she's missing at a certain time where she's normally there, like, they get all these emails at all, like, oh my god, is Dilly okay? So, you know, if you, if you do the cam thing, just know that it's going to be that much more work and people yes, contact you. I will, I will have to try out the cookie cam, yes. That could be very exciting. <laughs> Well, Gil, we are out of time, but I just want to say thank you again. I've really had so much fun with you, and please give Cookie a big squeeze for me. And if I can send you some I, treats, I would love to. I definitely will. I appreciate it. Great. And, uh, yeah, so have a wonderful, wonderful week. And for all our listeners, next week, next Monday, is the 4th of July, Independence Day. So we will not be in the station. However, we'll be here the following week. So enjoy your week off. Go get some sun. Go barbecue. Go have a great time. Fireworks, all that good stuff. And I'll see you in two weeks. Take care. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 